Panya for the 27th of Kislev, the first the story. The famous Tzadik Reb Yitzchak Isaac of Zidjachov was, was known to live a very simple life. He was a big rebel with a lot of chassidim, but he, he really didn't, he didn't use his money for his own, his own um, enjoyment in his life. And his house was very simple and very bare. The only time where he used fancy materials, silver, for example, was on his Hanukkah menorah and candlesticks, a kiddush cup, anything that had kedusha, anything that was connected with a mitzvah, he used it. Um, he, he used silver. Everything else was extremely was extremely um, um, simple. He also had a, a pocket watch with hours were marked in Hebrew, and that that was, I guess, a fancy thing too. But other than that, it was very simple. One day, one of his chassidim won a silver table in the lottery. And they said they they thought who should we should give it to the tzaddik we should give it to the rabbi so they brought the silver table to um to Isaac of Zidichov and they told him listen um um here's a gift and of course the tzaddik said I I don't I don't have fancy things in my house I only do it for mitzvah and this is a it's a silver table a son of Elio was there and his son said you can use this for a, for a table as well. The Pasuk says, This is my God and I'll glorify him. Which means, you know, we should do mitzvahs with honor. It's not just enough to have a silver menorah, that's how I understand the story, but as well, you need a, a fancy table um, underneath the menorah. And Reb Isaac liked it. He said, okay, fine. <laughs> so he took the silver table, he used it for one week, he put it in his son's house for the other 51 weeks. Every, every year for Hanukkah, for one week, he'd borrow the table back to, to put the manure on top of, but other than that, he wasn't interested in the silver table. The Tanya today is finally talking about the third, let's call it dimension of the soul. The first dimension is its origin, its source, it's, it's where it gets its power from. That's, of course, the Chachma of Atsilos, which essentially is God, the godliness. The soul is a piece of godliness, so that's where it gets its energy from, that's where it came from. How does it manifest itself? By way of the ten godly spheres, which are which essentially it can be divided into the, the um, three intellectual capacities and the seven emotional capacities. And then now we're going to be talking about how does how does it express itself? Remember, we know what its motive and agenda is, and we're going to discuss the motive and agenda a lot more as we discuss how to fire the godly soul up. Because if you understand how to, if you understand how it works, of course you understand how to fire up. And firing up the godly soul is important because we want to be the most effective people that we, person that we can be. Learning how to get the godly soul excited, well, that's very important. So understanding how it expresses itself is, is crucial, is critical. And the way it expresses itself is thought, speech, and action. But it's godly soul. So all it cares about is Torah and Mitzvah. So Mitzvah and Torah in thought, speech, and action is the way the godly soul expresses itself. So that's that, that, that's a, a kind of a full picture of the the breakdown of what the godly soul is. Now that's the final piece is the, the thought, speech, and action, but because it's godly soul in Torah Mitzvah. Let's begin. To every godly soul, there's three garments. Now, thought, speech, and action are, are, are called by the names of garments. As you're going to see later on, garments might sound like a, like an inferior description. 
that's very much not the case. Even though it's called garments, because you know you wear garments and they're not really who you are. That's about as far as the analogy is going to go because they don't they're not inferior to the person. But if a person says something, you say, "Oh, look, they said something. This is who they are." They're not. That's not who they are. Person they can say something duplicitous. They can say something they don't mean. But also, even if they do mean it, that's not really who they are. It's what they said. It's what they thought. It's what they did. It might sound like a definition of who they are, but of course, when a person thinks a little critically, they realize, of course, that's not the case. A person is not defined by his thoughts, speech, and action. It's defined by something deeper, something more intrinsic than that. So it's merely garments. You take them off, you put them on. That's what the thought is. Shaheen, machshava, dibar, maishashatayag, which is a thought, speech, and action. But because we're talking about the God we saw, and it only has one objective, which is connect to God, the garments of the godly soul are the thoughts, which and action of the 613 commandments. When a person does an action, he lights the Hanukkah candles. A person uses his mouth to learn the halachas of the of the Torah. And, and in the case of the godly soul, again, only the thoughts are only godly thoughts. So what is it? It's thinking about the different the four sections of the Torah. A person utilizes his godly soul and, and thinks about the, the different parts of the Torah. So then, of course, there's a lot more to talk about, but simply put, when a person uses his the parts of his soul, instead of just saying he uses his soul in general, the first three parts of the levels of the soul, as we spoke about in chapter three, are thoughts, speech, and um, the, the Chachma Bina and Das, which is the flash of inspiration, the development of the ideas, and the practical application thought process of how to make it actual real, the connection part. A person utilizes these three. What, where are those three things occurring? Where are those three um, processes, intellectual processes happening? In the brain. So he uses his brain for his godly soul. That's the uh, that's a garment of the godly soul now. But Hamidois, and now the emotional parts. Again, what we're going through is how a person utilizes his godly soul in his garments. Garments of thoughts, speech, and action. That's the way he expresses his godly soul. And he utilizes um, capacities within his godly soul that that's the, the, different, the different spirits. The Chachma, Bin, Adas, Chesed, Gvoret, Tres, etc. Now, what are the emotional spectrum within his soul? How do you, how do you utilize those in his garments? A person uses his emotions, his love and his fear to um, drive his action. A person, for example, if he's feeling a deep love for God, it'll spur him to do something about it. If a person's feeling a deep fear of God, it'll, it'll, it'll spur him to restrict from doing something. So a person wants to not eat a pig sandwich. He'll start to use his emotions of his godly soul and think about his great fear he has of God. And the great fear was like, oh my gosh, I have such a fear of God. There's no way I can go against God. I'm not going to eat the pig sandwich. Or he wants to do a mitzvah. He thinks about how much he loves God. So the love of God and the fear of God respectively give um, spur to the garments of the driver person to, to utilize the garments and the garments are the thoughts, speech, and action. Let's read this in time. 
Love is the source of all 248 positive So a person thinks about his love. And where does that love towards God come from? His godly soul. So he utilizes his godly soul. And the godly soul only has one way of expressing itself. Through godliness. What is godliness? Tyramitsis. So the garments of the godly soul are only tyramitsis. Again, I want to reiterate, it's not about good or evil. The animalistic soul versus the godly soul is not about good or evil, per se. It's about expressing God, and the animalistic soul is about helping oneself. Selfishness, essentially. And even though there, there might be elements of the animalistic soul which aren't selfish, under its base level, it's selfish. And the godly soul is it's not about lack of selfishness. Yes, it's just about God. That's all the godly soul. So the godly soul has its emotions. It feels a love towards God. How does it want to express itself? It only wants to express itself through pyramids because that's that's the channel. That's the highway to get closer to God. So when the godly soul starts thinking about loving God, it says, well, I need to do something practical. I need to do a mitzvah. And it does a mitzvah. And the 248 limbs. Why is that? Why are mitzvahs connecting to God? Because the 248 mitzvahs, positive mitzvahs, they're like the limbs of God. So a person wants to connect to God. Well, let me do something that's connected to the limb of God. Very good. Let me light the Hanukkah menorah. Let me light the Shabbos candles. Let me honor Shabbos with fancy food. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The godly soul just screams that it wants to connect to God. And the only way for it truly to connect to God in this world is by learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. So that's all it cares about. That's all its only motivation. Its garments are garments of terimitsis, and that's all it's trying to collect. When it feels excited, it wants to do more terimitsis. But what are the flip side? Within the godly soul's expression of itself, when a person think, has emotions of a godly soul that drive it to fear of God. The fear of God the 365 negative commandments, the more he fears God, the more the animalist, the godly soul is feeling, feeling the fear of God while well, he wants to refrain from doing any of our errors. Or maybe it's not just fear, but it's a shame before God reaches a deeper level. And again, these, this love and fear at the end of the, the first book of the Tanya is to be dwelled upon a, a great length. And right now we're just kind of flying through it. So what happens is that a person, whatever level of, of fear or shame that a person is able to um, motive, motivate within his godly soul, the expression of it is that he now hates things that God hates. God says, I don't want you to do this sin. I don't want you to bow down to an idol. He now hates that with he he has such a commitment to God. His godly soul is spurring deep emotions within himself that he now hates us and he doesn't want to connect to any of the 630, 365 negative, negative commandments. He wants, he's now can't violate that because his godly soul is raging with a with a fire. In summary, what does today's Tanya say? <clears throat> today's Tanya is saying like this: Be, as a result of a person's 10 levels of his soul, three intellectual and seven emotional, this will cause that the garments, the way the person behaves when he's influenced by the godly soul will be completely trying to connect to God. His love and the fear will be so powerful within himself, within inside himself, and he will say, I need to express myself and connect, come close to God. Therefore, his garments will be godly activity. His thought will be godly. His speech will be godly. His actions will be godly. And what is godly thought, speech, and action? 
only Torah mitzvahs. So a person that's under the influence of the inter, inter, intelligence and emotions of the godly soul will be doing as many Torah mitzvahs throughout his day as possible. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya.